This is a Federal News Network podcast. Congress is giving the Pentagon a boost in artificial intelligence with a commission on AI and national security. The panel recently gave Congress an update. Panelists urged the U.S. to embrace immigration and help people in all corners of the country find a voice. Federal News Network Scott Massioni joins me with more. And Scott, you're going to have to draw the obvious line for us. That is the connection between defense artificial intelligence advising and immigration and voices to immigrants around the nation. Right. Well, that's something that maybe you're not always thinking about when you think of AI, but a lot of the AI geniuses and a lot of people coming to the United States to study AI and a lot of science happen to be people from China. A lot of great minds are coming out of there and a lot of great academic papers. Now, those are from American universities of Chinese uh, immigrants or Chinese former Chinese residents, and they want to come here, but there's been some pushback. Obviously, we've seen that from the Trump administration and from other uh, areas within the the United States and and politics. But uh, one of the things that the Congress has put out is what's called the National Security Pathways Bill. And what that does is really helps people that are in these um, areas that are of growing, developing, like AI, helps them get into the the United States and get a visa or a green card much easier than they usually would had uh, considering, you know, just going through the traditional pathway process. And one of the reasons that they're going to do this and they want to do this is that, you know, if you look at a company in China right now that could have been in the United States, they're going to cause a lot of issues for the United States. We're seeing that already. And uh, Eric Schmidt, who's the former CEO of Alphabet, the Google parent company, and also chairman of this AI commission on national security, said that, you know, a lot of those companies are going to be a big pain in the butt earlier. Now, he used a much more uh, fancier word in front of Congress for that one. A shorter word. (laughs) Exactly. It's something that he said he'd much rather have those companies working on the side of the United States than on the side of a potential adversary in China in the future years. So it gets complicated. Now, this panel, what was its main charge for the Pentagon, this artificial intelligence panel? The whole purpose of this commission is to consider the methods and means necessary to advance develop artificial intelligence, machine learning, all those exciting technologies that national security, defense, and everyone else in government's trying to harness right now. So uh, they've brought in some of the, the best minds in industry, in the tech world, and also within the Defense Department. One of the co-chair, vice chairs, is Bob Work, the former deputy of defense secretary. And they're really just working on you know recommendations for artificial intelligence and defense. They put out an interim report in November of 2019 that had a few recommendations, mostly around the the workforce. Now they're going to be putting something out in March 2021. That'll be their final recommendations. So this uh, congressional hearing that they recently had with the House Subcommittee, House Armed Services Subcommittee on Emerging Threats and Capabilities was to just sort of give them an update and to explain some of the recommendations they made back in November. Got it. So this committee then in talking about immigration policy wasn't talking to the Pentagon directly because Pentagon doesn't have anything to do with immigration policy, but rather to lawmakers. Right. To to lawmakers and and also to the government writ large, I think, you know, just any sort of policy that they create that would hinder Chinese residents or Chinese academics from coming in. And this isn't just Chinese, you know, also Indian and and many other uh, areas that bring in a lot of academic uh, academics, the United States. That includes people from England as well. This bill that they've been talking about would help them have a pathway to citizenship and keep them in the United States, uh, because that has been a a big barrier for those people. They come here, they get an education, and then they go back 
uh, and when they want to stay here. Right. And then China or India benefits when the United States could benefit then is the idea. Exactly. We're speaking with Federal News Network Scott Massioni. And just out of curiosity, there's the whole TikTok debate over whether it's secure or not, whether we should even have it on our phones in the United States and the whole sale business. Does this fit into what this uh, because I think what Oracle and the would be suitors of TikTok want are their artificial intelligence algorithms that are buried in there. So is this part of this whole debate? I think TikTok's a perfect example of what Eric Schmidt was saying, how these companies can cause a real pain for the United States in the future. So TikTok is something that we don't really know their their source code until recently. They just recently turned it over to the United States to check out. But these are companies that have the potential to work for countries that are trying to subvert the United States. And it's a completely different type of warfare now. You're going after cyber. It's a social uh, data intake sort of uh, warfare. The more data you have, the more opportunities you have to influence elections, to influence people's minds, to check out their personal data, to get into security clearances, everything you can possibly think of. And that information really is how you win a war these days, much more than bombs and bullets. I suppose so. And if you want to really enhance your interrogation techniques, all you have to do is make prisoners watch TikTok for an hour (laughs) and they would tell you anything, I'm sure. I shouldn't say that. I've never seen TikTok. I've only watched other people watch it, and I kind of like my brain intact. Anyway, the committee mentioned, the AI committee mentioned the weird corners of the United States. Yeah, well, you know, you, you think of the weird corners of the United States, you think maybe not the greatest things, but these are the uh, the fun weird corners, like maybe Austin, where there's a lot of uh, technology blooming right now. And one of the other sorts of weird people that Eric Schmidt said the United States needs to kind of harness and embrace are people that are in their basements or in their garages trying to make some sort of new, interesting, exciting thing out of AI. And one of the things that they want to do is create this national security um, database uh, for AI. And this database would sort of make it easier for people to get government data and be able to use that to create uh, AI sorts of programs and logarithms and all that sorts of stuff. Right now, you really need to be in a big business or you need to be in academia to be able to to grab that. So making it available to the, those people would be a, a really a boon for them because data is what feeds AI and, and it's just going to be constantly feeding it. Sure, sort of parallel to what they're doing with some of the uh, cyber hackers. They want to turn the black underwear hackers into the white underwear hackers in their basements. <laughs> for AI. That's right? right. You've been following this issue for some time now. And does, in your opinion, the Defense Department seem to be taking artificial intelligence seriously? I mean, they do have a program office for it. They have a lot of DUI, you know, innovation unit types of activities to try to acquire it. Yeah. And like you said, they have a program office for it. They have the Joint Artificial Intelligence Center, which is led by a top general. And that has been getting a lot of work within the private sector and also within the uh, the government itself. It's not only helped with coronavirus and with uh, things like uh, warfare, but it's also been helping with things like wildfires out in the West. So the Defense Department for 2021 is planning on investing $841 million into AI, but that's only a, a sort of a part of it because there's a lot of different programs. You know, there's Project Maven, there's even the F-35 uses types of AI to in its software. So it's just saying that that small close to a billion dollars isn't really 
uh, giving it enough justice to the amount that the Defense Department is trying to use it. They also wanted to infiltrate into every possible part of the Defense Department, just like electricity, right? When you turn on a switch, you don't think about electricity being there. They're hoping in the future, AI will be something like that, where you say, hey, Alexa, what's the weather today? And it's there, and it's just part of your regular routine. Federal News Network, Scott Mossioni, thanks so much. Thank you. Check out his story at federalnewsnetwork.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.